0: And the mouse keep running, running, and running, running, and running, and running, and running, Everybody and welcome to the weird science marvel comics podcast Yo. episode 118 uh wow. this is going to be going up on a monday night the new night for us at least during football season we figured that would be the best way for brandon to keep going with it and not being so drunk <laughs> as what we moving. figured yeah. yeah the party will move on like that and i will start doing That separate spotlight during the week deal, but I did want to get the weekend edition, which it's weird. It's going to be on the Monday, but the weekend edition deal as a even number for some reason that's how it's supposed to be. So, we and also I was lazy. Uh that might be it as well. But we are going to go on with a couple books tonight some mail. But first, let me tell you where you can find us. You can find us over on the Twitter's at WS Marvel Comics. If you follow us, we'll follow you back whether you like it or not. I don't care <laughs> if you don't like it. I'm going to do it. We also have a website that is weird science marvel comics.com where we review all of the books or at least most of them uh they come out usually around nine o'clock on a wednesday morning we also have previews uh that go up during the weekend we have some articles and things like that so if you want to go check that out that'd be great it's not just me and brandon so you don't have our you know nonsense all the time uh you'll have other people's nonsense but we also have a patreon account patreon.com weird science where we do a a lot of comic stuff and a lot of marvel comic stuff Uh, each month we do a marvel events podcast i'm in the original clone saga is what i'm doing with that now we have a back issues podcast podcast where we do an issue that's usually from the marvel unlimited app we talk solicits sales all these other things brandon has some special things he has planned he's got working in the lab i don't know what Uh,
1: happened to that sales file i i was messing with it the one day it's very weird i don't know what happened
0: all of a sudden everything conked out and it got staticky where'd you go yeah so uh we we usually have that but i also have a facsimile podcast where i just did tomb of dracula number 10 that was blade's first appearance there's a bunch of marvel stuff and also dc stuff and some indie stuff and even some stuff like the mandalorian review podcast that i'm planning on reviewing uh some of the cartoons in general marvel and dc but in specific the harley quinn dc comic uh cartoon that just came out on the dc uh app so if you like that sort of thing you can go and do that but hey that That's not here nor there, because we're here to talk Marvel Comics, and we're going to get into it right now with avengers number 27 legacy number 727 it is uh yes. and the the thing about this we haven't talked about avengers in quite some
1: time so when no. when i go to I jump I in enjoy talking about the older versions of the avengers book than this man, new i one, think to, so to be because we did so they- do
0: a lot of it uh with the avengers versus the defenders and one of the event podcast and back in the day avengers uh you know dealing with marvell Not Captain Marvel, but this is Riot in the Prison Galaxy, written by Jason Aaron, art by Ed McGuinness, inks by Mark Morales, colors by Jason Keith, letters by V.C.'s Corey Pettit. And it says, since the dawn of time, the planetary defense mechanism known as the Starbrand has been possessed by a variety of people, granting them virtually infinite power. The most recent Starbrand was driven mad and died in a confrontation with Ghost Rider, which was in that legacy issue. It remains to be seen who will wield... It's fearsome power next, and that's pretty much what this is going to be all about. Now, before you get to the credits page, you have a bunch of pages with Gladiator. magister uh, Gladiator, who is their entire space. Too. He is everybody uh, we were talking before there. Yeah, we the we, we were talking Jesus. before this. And I'm, I'm telling you, when when you get to Cap. He does look like Lifefield Cap. I mean, he is humongous, but yeah, Gladiator's is just huge. I mean, the people in this, they all, they, they actually come across almost like action figures because they are so bulky and big. Yeah. It's crazy, but hey, that's how we like it. But yeah, you, you go in here in your entire space. There is, you know, word that there's been an explosion incident in the prison and you end up having gladiator wanting to know the details hey you know what do you mean uh did they blow up some of them sons no no i don't think so uh what, what was their bomb what's going on and he goes and there's a couple people who are survivors you know and he goes over starburns you know starburns you tell me these prisoners detonated one of our artificial sons and you have starburns like no, no, that wasn't it. The plasma reactors are still online. It's unknown. Now, obviously, Gladiator is like, oh my, I think I know what this is. And he wants to get rid of anybody who might yeah. also know. And he just obliterates them with his laser vision and he ends up just frying them. They die. And then that ends up leading then to the next bit where they're like, oh, and you know, there there was a stowaway, you know, he's over here. And he's a broodling. Uh, you know, obviously from the uh prison. seas world yeah. which I like, but he was from the prison. He had a uh lifetime uh sentence. But he goes over there and the broodling starts talking and pretty much is spelling out and it's brood to shire translation, but through that you can see it's Star Brands coming, it's gonna murder you, is what he's saying. You know, it's like pretty space birds will fire, big fire murder star yeah. will brand you and this just ends up being gladiator's deal of like yeah, I think now that's, you know, pretty confirmed. I'm heading off uh, to go get this. He's going to you know, deal with it personally. Power. Yeah. Uh, but before then, hey, what's this brood? What What is this sentence? Oh, he's got a lifetime sentence. Well, I'm now going to change that. I am now going to adjust your sentence broodling of sleaze world. You are now dying yeah. and then well. yeah, they spit on each other they're
1: exchanging yeah they're spit brothers uh but yeah so he's like all right i see love... all the panels they just took turns five yeah. minutes you know spitting on each oh, other yeah. back and, and then forth. they're
0: blood brothers spit brothers i don't want to go any further than that oh. you don't need to go further so he's like i think i'm gonna go check things out because like the dreadnoughts last known coordinates you know drop them in my cortex now all right sir but there's high levels of radiation you know i can't eh. I don't care. I'm out of here. And he's like, that's why I won't be sending any ships. I will be going alone because this is something that I want. And as he does go off, I like the panel where it just looks like he's running through space. He is flying, but he has a running look to him, but he is going off to the Imperium's prison because of his hunch is right the problem originated there and he's going to go and he doesn't want to waste any shy or lie. He's lying. Yeah. He just wants to get there. He's like, hey, you know who I want to call all this and he's going to go off. And now we see as well that the Avengers are going to be doing that again. It's five days ago at this point, you're in Avengers mountain. You have blade and Robbie Reyes hanging out, Ghost Rider hanging out, and Blade—he's—he is really a curmudgeon in this. For what little he's in, he's just a, a pain in the butt. Yeah. He's just—that he's a cowering
1: baby in the back seat of. Well, the yeah, audience. well, you know those those sons. Yes, those uh, Red well, Robbie's Sons. Robbie's all excited. They get and Superman so Robbie- and they get Blade.
0: Yeah, yeah. Robbie's all excited uh, because he's never been in space. He's like, I've barely been out of L.A. Uh, Now I get to go in space. It's great being an Avenger. Uh, And they're going to go off. And it's just, you know, it's a little, you know, flavor for Robbie, especially like, hey, Blade, you, you know what it takes to be an astronaut? Blade's like, how would i know what it takes to be an astronaut you know i'm from 1920s london my yeah. mom's a prostitute I a know. vampire prostitute i don't care about the, you know up the there.
1: career track there
0: yeah yeah he's like oh so you, you end up having them and he's going to take the you know the charger he's there getting them in the car uh, as they load up but you also see that cap has called black widow to be involved they need somebody extra they need some extra hands here of what's going to be going on and cap's huge yep. he
1: is humongous yeah, his arm his like both of her legs
0: yeah his neck is bigger than his waist i mean it's crazy uh i want to see his feet is what i said i need to see those feet like what's going on yeah really i don't know his legs are not small but geez that neck uh but he's like hey you know we're a little shorthanded i'm glad you can join us you know and she's like well it's fine you know it's not my usual business where you just see her shooting guns and killing people um but yeah you have uh you know brood or you know man thing the uh younger version go and give her a rose it's just ridiculous but with that too uh You go and they're loading things up, but they do mention, hey, what's up with Iron Man? What's up with Tony? Like, oh, well, you know, Black Panther's looking into it and we know what's wrong with Tony's in the past. I mean, he's back. Yeah, he's missing it in the past. And this is where you end up seeing Black Panther actually find his, you know, the archaeological dig of his mask from, you know, the past into now. And so he'll be on that case. Um, But, yeah, you're going to get a roll call because now you're going to get – carol uh captain marvel and she hawk and jen has a new outfit people were talking about it, it looks like a bathing suit and yeah. I, i'm telling you i'm surprised that people it's aren't raising their mind know, over this. Upset. Uh, and, exactly. and she is humongous she is also joining in where everybody has bulked up for this issue yeah, she's on the um, captain america workout diet yeah, really, it's crazy But you end up having this harness It's a, a gamma emission harness To help prevent any un- more explosions for her uh, And they're going to go off And she even starts thinking to herself Jennifer starts thinking of all the things about Starbrand Oh my, you know, Daredevil warned us We ended up having that problem When the Celestial final host And the Starbrand blew up in the invasion And then, you know, it did this So you have a bunch of callbacks to when we had the Star. Star brand deal from Avengers number 20, Marvel Legacy number one. I mean, one was the Marvel Legacy number one there. Two years Um, ago. So they're going to head off. So everything is about the star brand. Well, they go. Everybody's excited. They're going to go off. They're going to go through the celestial warp tech. Boom, they go. And then you see the now... And all crap has hit the fan. Yeah. They They're are stuck. now captured. They're in this gravity sling that was set up by the prisoners to try to capture ships. The prisoners are all trying to get the heck out of there. It's been five days and they are going to die soon. And you go down. Yeah, basically what this issue is to me, it's a roll call one side and then you kind of go the second part where everybody's all screwed up you have cap yep. he's fine but they're gonna die but then he's like yeah you know it's been a while and uh things are getting worse and old thor over here and he's turning into a brood, he's a brood. and he's, he's there a he's a brood and he's like trying to convince himself he won't put the hammer down it's almost like a golem with the ring like he yep. won't let it go but Definitely. he's afraid that if he puts it down he he's not going to be, be able to pick it up again because yeah. he won't be worthy because he's a brood. And he's like, you know, oh, the hammer, me, me not brood. Me, Thor, still Thor. Oh, me biting and tear and slaughter. No, 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 we won't. We won't infect. So it's pretty cool. The art of it is really cool in my mind. Yeah, he looks But great. it's just there. And, and the thing is, he's the one that said, should be
1: like huge like this because he's a monster yeah, yeah, Thor. Yeah, you know he I, Everyone else isn't a monster, really. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And yeah. the, the
0: weird thing about it is, is like you said before we started, And before we started recording, you're missing out on what seems to be like the fun part. Now, it's fun seeing Thor as a brood, but you're kind of just thrown into it. There is a huge bit of radiation going on. And luckily, and I think that that was the spell out, it's kind of a, a really forced idea where you end up going there and the radiation is over. You know, it's through the roof. But because Jen has that harness, it doesn't affect her like it should. So she's there, and she's out fighting whatever shows up to get their ship. And she even says, you know, scrolls, Wraiths, Badoons, Brood. And she said, it doesn't matter tomorrow because by tomorrow we'll be dead. Now, there is mention that Captain Marvel has gone off to find a ship. She does find one. So it's – and again – there's no tension to this because we're just thrown is just in here. Just driving through yeah, space. Yeah, they're, they're just <laughs> driving away. They seem to just be trying to get away from it. But yeah, they ended up getting separated when all the things happened. Everybody got separated, and then they Cap said Captain Marvel ended up going off to find a ship, a last ditch effort like Hail Mary, and uh, she has returned with one. But it, I'm telling you, the things happen so quickly without you ever able to kind of grasp on the things so you're you're being told that the next day they'll die if they don't get a ship and then a panel later she Carol shows up with the ship. She's There's no it. tension. Yeah. There's nothing to it. You well, have and, and Thor and as a brood, but we don't know this going to turn. Yeah, yeah, and we you, don't you know this going to go turn bad eventually. Yeah, so you'll have that. To me that.
1: the fun is seeing Thor how how we got turned into that, how they got stuck in this yeah the situation. reactions I think, of as he's I half skipping all that. Or yeah, half brood, really I mean. really yeah. takes me out of it and like loses my investment in the issue Yeah,
0: and so you have and and again you have Jen out there fighting just and even mentioning Ms. Marvel's as like, a I'm pass. coming
1: in hot in my binary form, and yeah, this her binary form's there because
0: she ended up near a white hole. And again, though, that's just thrown there, it's just everything is like boom, 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 and you can't sit back and, like, all right, that's cool. That it's just too much right away into something that isn't really much going on. I mean, they really are just trapped yeah, stuck on their in ship. Space waiting for another ship which shows up you get the you know carol does give the star jammers little name drop there as they go you know you end up having thor put down the hammer and then he can't pick it up he's all he's freaking out he's getting upset and then he turns you know fully it's like me thor strongest brood in the galaxy and then he goes to attack you know, cap yeah. now as this yeah. is going on, you see the star brand symbol all on over the moon there and on the planets, yeah. and you know, all over the place. So that's kind of being labeled there as you know, Thor changes, but again, it's just so much. And then you go off because without seeing how they got separated, without seeing what's going on. I didn't know – I actually forgot about them in this little bit of time because you end up then with Blade, you know, Robbie driving the Hell Charger and Black Widow there and you end up having Robbie who's full-out Ghost Rider, you know, persona here and he's like, I I thought, you know, that Blade – didn't have any problems with the sun and he's just red sun's killing me. So go faster. And she's just like, get the heck away from these stars. Let's go. And they're like, okay, let's go as he is trying to call cap, which we did see him try to get through. But then he's like, I can't go that much faster. I mean, I can't even outrun this guy on the surfboard behind me. And I'm like, holy moly, this is so much just thrown at you that I guess you can say, Man, that's a a lot of cool stuff, but it it just seemed to be like y- you're punch drunk by the end, and I don't know, you know, what I thought was good, bad, or indifferent because my head was spinning, uh, <laughs> and y- you had the the most non-crazy part was with gladiator when he went off but we don't see him here uh you know he didn't get to where they are now and stuff like that so or he did or he he went i who knows uh so you end up having the hell charger going away you have pretty much the big thing is brood thor attacking while they're you know this radiation problem, and the star Jammer ship has shown up to take him away. So there you go; it's a lot of stuff going on. I thought the art was good, except for everybody being humongous. I, you know, I know. and not everybody, but the 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 characters. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I'm looking at Cap;
1: that neck is huge. I mean, just
0: the size. That's not is
1: Tanishi Coats' cap. That's for sure. No,
0: it's huge. I, I mean, it's like he. I don't know. It's crazy, but in the end uh i could give it a he six went full brian
1: bosworth he did, never went i mean, full Brian bosworth. no
0: i i, I might but he's not cap i mean i'll start well, doing Jackson, a I'll come looking do, for you uh brian bosworth yeah he'll just run me
1: over uh but yeah what would you give it yeah i'm, I'm gonna give it a flat six i i yeah. enjoy enough of the art uh especially when they're in space you know it looks yeah. good enough and silver surfer yeah. looks cool and and all that but yeah it's some always of the, colorful some of the characters are a little out of whack and yeah i don't know there's a lot of characters in this book but I, i'm not invested in any of what they're doing because we're just skipping time to get to these random scenes telling us what they're what they're up to now and and not how they got and there, it's like you know?
0: everything is like the end of the world you know so like it's supposed to be these yeah. wow moments but by the end you're like I mean crazy yeah, especially like you said all of a sudden out of nowhere Captain Marvel shows up and she's like hey I was near this white, you know hole and I'll buy I'm binary again I'm coming in hot
1: yeah. my there, my head's a of whole, fire a and I'm like lot holy moly telling you what's going on yeah, in this comic yeah, book but happening. you don't get to see any of it you know yeah, what I'm and like just, it's, oh this happened and blah blah yeah. blah this yeah, happened you get to blah, see blah, blah, the end blah. result you don't get to see yeah. how it got there and yeah. it is kind of crazy the issue's called Starbrand and you get the allusion to yeah there's something going on. They're going to get the star causing brand causing this, maybe even. But uh I don't know. You don't. You don't ever see. Yeah, you don't see actually the deal. Well, and it, it seems like they're setting or, up
0: the idea of a big race to see who's going to get it, who's going to be the one that grabbed the deal, and. I don't know. I'm not that invested in it right now. I need to see some things leading up to it. And this is just, it's too much, you know, punching me down here to really even catch my breath and see what's going on. So I hope that the next issue kind of, let's, you know, relax a little. Let's concentrate on maybe Gladiator for half and then focus on, yeah, just don't go and boom, 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 all these crazy deals. But yeah, 6.5 for me, but we're going to move on to the next book. All righty, and the next book is Gwenpool Strikes Back, number four, Ugh. number four of five. Don't sit there and huff. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's tough, but we end up having the penultimate issue of Gwenpool Strikes Back, and if you believe Gwenpool in the book, maybe the penultimate issue of Gwenpool herself forever. A comic's die hard from war dimension Seems Gwenpool now calls me— Williams' mission. Yeah. Now calls the yeah really calls the Marvel Universe home, but only for as long as she can keep her fans reading. To crank the mayhem up a notch and prove herself, she trapped her superpowered peers on an island and had them face off for a battle royale. But the plan backfired. Now the immortal Hulk is after her. It's time to reach into the gutter. Gwen's going to need reinforcements. This is written by Leah Williams, who does pages one and then three to twenty. Christopher Hastings, who does page two. There you go. And he is the original writer yeah, of writer. Gwenpool the coming one. back and slumming it, it seems. David Baldion on art, Jesus Arbatab on colors, and VCs Joe Karamanga on letters. And yeah, you end up starting with Gwenpool hiding from Hulk. the Immortal Hulk. And one of the things that gets me in this, if you're going to do this, and you're going to really spell out Immortal Hulk and all that you know g- learn what the immortal hulk does and, and do something with the immortal hulk as well hulk's just running around yeah, running around time. like a nothing. Idiot. just yeah. running around like an idiot and uh gwenpool then uses these placards to get a hold of christopher hastings the first writer of gwenpool and he shows up as a almost like, like God a god-like in figure in yeah. the clouds and basically says hey everybody I'm Gwen Poole's first writer, Chris Hastings. And, you know, when I wrote Gwen Poole, I didn't really talk to her like this. And, you know, and I'm thinking, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, 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 I want him to say, like, as he's going, and it would have been funny, actually, if you want to make it a little more fun. I would have loved the idea that he starts throwing shade at Leah Williams, like, this isn't even the character. What are you doing? And then have Leah Williams, like, bust in and say, all right, get away here and blow the cloud away or something. But it's not even that much fun. And there's cursing, you know, it's, it's scribbled out and things like that. But the whole idea is to just give a gag about her, You know, her dad and her mother. It's like your dad's name. He's Tedpool. Tedpool, like Deadpool? Yeah. And your mom like Martha, like Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent. Oh, F off. Oh, well, I just thought that you would think it's funny because I named your parents even though you're supposed to be real and I'm from the world and blah, 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 and off we go. And I'm just left like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, not g- I'm not was. giggling yeah. here. And so you end up like having a family Gwenpool.
1: guy sketch in the middle of yeah. the book.
0: It, all of this is because then you have Gwenpool running away and you're going to get that white space that we had before where as she runs away, the Hulk hits her, you know, Hulk smash right into the white space, which is these, you know, the sides of the panels and things like that. So she's in and gets an idea of what she can do, and this well, after we is a, drag
1: off a concussion yeah. joke for about well, she, four has, she has a concussion four, as well. Uh, you know, word blocks too long. And
0: again, when you do this, she has a concussion, so you, you kind of and you know that in this book what she can and can't do or whatever. So it's not playing with that. But even why have a concussion? Is it supposed to be like, oh man, that's how she came up with the idea, or the concussion made her crazy, or whatever? But the idea of what she's going to do now. I don't mind. I actually think that it's okay and could lead to a good story. Yeah, and a this fun is my time. favorite part of the book, but, but it goes nowhere. Yeah. But and then you have the rest of the issue, which is like fourteen pages of nothing, because she ends up deciding, almost like the council of Reeds, council of Ricks, council of Gwenpools. She is going to grab all of the Gwenpools out of. The comic books she can go into other comic books and she grabs them she even goes superior spider-man during the whole war of the realms grabs her from there which is technically the west coast avengers one yeah. but she's going to specific issues and she's grabbing she goes to west coast avengers she goes to champions she goes to rocket raccoon and group number nine and they're spelled out you have panels that were actual panels where they end up grabbing she even them gets and the then mumps one yeah, um, yeah, unbelievable, Gwenpool. And she does say, yeah, she ends up getting that mumps one. She's like, <laughs> oh, man, some of them didn't go well. The Howard the Duck number three with the mumps deal that's all messed up. Yeah. And so she gathers up all of these Gwenpools. And now we're going to end up. Wasting too much time explaining which one is which, even though it really doesn't matter by the end. And we've already brought them in. But to to spell out which is which means to me that you have to then go and do some specific stuff. And instead, all you keep getting, the big one is, and there's one gag that I like coming up. But the big thing is, there's Hot Dog Ho. Oh, the champion's Hot Dog Ho. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't need this. This is not my Gwenpool. Yeah, she, and, like,
1: centers on the lowest common denominator yeah, for she always jokes. she does. Like, and the dumbest joke you can go for. And I'm like, and then there's the next so one, much yeah. more potential, you know? And yeah. I'm not a writer, I, but, like, yeah, even neither am I. they're fairly obvious. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. if I'm like, oh, there it is right there. And, and you yep. go for the, the, the excuse yeah. my language, the d joke or you know what i'm yeah, saying that's like what happens like
0: that. and and you can do that but don't just keep going back to it don't center it. i mean the, the idea that we keep getting told the hot dog hoe just it it drives me nuts and even when you go you have like the the first page when they come back she's like i've gathered you all we're going to defeat a hulk we can do it all of us together Begin. what are you doing why are we here well we're going to get canceled what is this a solo book all right we're back no 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 this is a mini series like there's some fun to it but the way it plays out it's not but even as you end up Having the introduction. It's too wordy, too, yeah, like to be fun. Yeah. When they first show up, you have this thing where it's Champions Gwen, Hot Dog Ho, Tweaker, Stage 5 Clinger, Saban. You know, unbelievable Gwenpool Gwen, Adorable, Beloved, Fan Favorite. You have all these, but that doesn't play out. You don't have what I wanted is... A lot of infighting with them, you know, yep. like, oh, what, what? Yeah, you're the adorable one, you're a jerk. Each other, now, even know. like the point where maybe the rocket raccoon and group Gwen, which is the insane one, starts to decide that she's going to kill the unbelievable Gwenpool Gwen. And maybe they get this idea with a little meta like the whole series about trying to continue on. You know, with this saying, oh man, you know what, Superior Spider Man Gwen, you ruined it for us and go after her. Yay, you know, the Rocket Raccoon and Groot Gwen, she's insane. That's why people don't like us. But you never get that. And and basically you get, like you said, the base jokes. You know, so what you end up having is the Rocket Raccoon and Groot Gwen, who's insane, is now gonna be called the Harley Gwen. Now the problem with that is Leah Williams only writes that type of Gwen Paul, and we've even said it from the the beginning. That's what ended up getting us upset about this because it didn't have a Gwenpool feel to it. It had Aaliyah Williams trying out for a Harley book over at Marvel in my mind. And and maybe she'd do well on Harley, but – it just doesn't feel right. And then, yeah, you're going to go forward with, you know, hey, Marshmallow Gwen, come on. And hey, Hot Dog Ho. And they're all getting together to fight. But yet they never really do. And and she yeah, ends up because the main then Gwen, Gwen of goes this.
1: back off again. Yeah,
0: she goes into the plot hole and ends up, you know, trying to do something. But it isn't really a plot hole that she's doing. And they set up. This trap with the Hulk that really doesn't make sense. They no. trip him by well, pulling the panel. None of these Gwen
1: should have this power either. Like yeah, it, yeah. What, what did just, the new depressing. Gwen suddenly explain to him? Like, how I'm to do all this? You, they I, just I, they
0: just do things, you know. And they you know, hey, guess which Gwen I am? And I got a big you know weapon here. And they just end up together, tripping the Hulk, having him go. He flies in the air, and then you have the. Groot, Harley, you know, Harley Quinn, Gwenpool shoot a rocket at him that ends up splatting. But in the meantime, you do have the main Gwenpool from the series end up going into other comics from the past going. It's just it's a mess is what it is. It It makes no sense. Yeah, you end up having Marshmallow Gwen from the Champions. She's going to die. She dies. And, you know, you have a shout out. Hey, you know, R.I.P. In the meantime, the big thing is solved because our Gwen of this series goes through a bunch of comics, ends up finding Malekith, and he is sleeping, hugging Thor's a severed arm yes. she grabs the severed arm from him tells him and th- this is the classic this is going to show you the type of jokes yes is, is sleeping with thor's arm you know okay that can be kind of funny he's almost treating it as like a stuffed animal she yeah, takes him, teddy, like, Shh, teddy, and she's like "Teddy Malakith, it's okay you're having a nightmare about a reptile dysfunction and i'm like really like, that's the joke? A yep. reptile dysfunction. Or have a sexy, dream, right. whatever. A sexy like, okay. dream, whatever. Or a sexy dream, whatever. Just in case, goes case off. you didn't
1: get the previous one.
0: Yeah. I'm going to yeah. hammer it well, home. It, Here. And, and it's, yeah, and hammer it home, all right, because she goes off with Thor's arm, where she then sticks her arm into the rotting arm of Thor and now can grab You know, Mjolnir, which, uh, you know, Thor has just shown up and thrown it at them and she catches it. And then he says, oh, man, is that thine rotting arm my former appendage? And she says, yes it if my good blank and there's an, like these curse words i know they're scribbled out that, i don't need them i don't yeah they're need not them. a character
1: too she never yeah. like really just dropped f bombs or s bombs or whatever no. you want to fill in and
0: there. then and then again harley quinn then she ends up getting the pretty much the arm and the hammer says hey hulk this is for hot dog ho Throws it at the Hulk. And then as Hulk gets zoomed up into the air. Yeah, hits him in the nuts, of course. (sighs) And then he zooms up in the air. You have, in memory, uh, Champions Gwen. One appearance, 20 pages, eating hot dogs in our hearts forever. And that's kind of funny. Like I said, there are some things yeah, that i can say while. okay i could chuckle at that but uh, like I you like said you scene, went from they, two not pages to just
1: rip on this whole book i like the one scene where they try to get the original gwen the one from the cover and that's yeah just floating oh yeah the yeah pool the og and, she wants and she's to do in the it. pool
0: and doesn't want to go they're like yeah. hey did you get the og gwen and i Man, she didn't want to budge. Like, she doesn't <laughs> like to do anything. And you see her in with the floaty. That, be- yeah, that was the best. Actually, that's the best scene. Part. And she's like, yeah. come on, come with me. Uh-uh, please, uh-uh. And she's like, all right, she's so mysterious. Anyway, let's go. And she couldn't get her, which was funny. That was really good. Um, yeah. But yeah, so in in two pages, though, I just want to, like, point out. She goes to Malekith and has a reptile dysfunction joke then pushes him saying or a sexy time dream goes ends up hitting hulk in the balls with the hammer yeah. connected to the arm and then off we oh, go we see hot
1: dog hoe as many possible times hot as we hoe. can in one
0: issue it's 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 not good it really isn't it's, good yeah. it's just too much it's too, like much. It's too much it really is, it is. it's for like, and it here's the like thing that's my favorite humor I haven't yeah. even evolved. Maybe, I, maybe it's, I've evolved to seventh grade. Yeah. I'm in middle school now, and the sixth know. grade humor. I'm leaving that behind. I think she's but attempting
1: yeah. for like Billy Madison level humor, and even missing maybe. At but it. But again, that's, that's I, love that yeah, like I love
0: that too. It's like one of Billy those Madison's where one of my favorite this movies is ever. my type of humor. Why isn't it hitting? I like a D joke as much as the yeah. next guy, even yeah, more. I mean, if it's done clever, just doing it. This is too much no. and just there and. I also need the character to be within character. I I can't have... Like, this would be... You might as well just have any character. Now, obviously, Gwenpool, you can go a little further, but... Why not have Kamala because she's in this at the end and you end up having the last issue where Kamala Khan ends up beating Miles, you know, kind of tricking him. And now he's out there doing like that, you know, slap fight where you end up putting your hands uh, next to each other and the other guy goes to slap him and pull him away. That's how she ends up winning her place in the championship next issue, which, okay, that's kind of fun. But because Miles ends up getting distracted by Gwen. Uh, But yeah, and the next issue, you're going to have Kamala you know, fighting
1: Verse Gordon, and
0: yeah, and, and three and, issues uh, you know, of this
1: miniseries. We're just spending on this Island doing nonsense and I, I, and I hope around. God you don't have like Kamala start doing like really
0: bad jokes, you know, really stupid things, you know, based on her character and things like that, or even, you know, cursing and things. Cause she wouldn't do that. That's not the deal. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But even at the end, they're like, all right, you know, I got to fight Kamala Khan. And like they turn around. They're like, "Uh, I hate to point this out, but... And they look behind and like yikes. And then it says yikes to be right. It'll be concluded. So we'll see what they are looking at. They'll probably have to team up against somebody else and then end Is up it Hulk know, coming down who, again.
1: Jesus. I don't think it would
0: be. I think it must be somebody else. Because Hulk actually ends up in the, you know, up there on the platform where they go when you're, you know, done. You end up in that, you know, visiting viewing area. He's up there, everything's on fire up there. So and he even said, Welcome to the loser box, Bruce. And you have that. So it says, yikes is right to be concluded. And if this is the last ditch effort, if if this was more of, I know that's the joke of the miniseries but somehow if that's true and this is her last chance please you just you got rid of a character that me and Brandon really love yep. and you know we'll never see her again if that's the case so and when uh, it was you know, handled
1: better by really anybody else that touched her pr- prior to coming yeah, into Yeah I this mean even series. that's the so thing if you go and look at
0: you have all these different Gwen pools in here, and they all have a little bit. It's it's funny too the way she tries to spell out that the Superior Spider Man Gwen is different than the West Coast Avengers Gwen. That's different. no no no. Uh, you know, first off, the West Coast Avengers and the Spears they're pretty much the exact same. You yeah. had the West Coast Avengers going into yeah, Superior they Spider Man. The, she was on the team they, in that book. They weren't different, and in fact, the Superior Spider Man Gwen. Just to say, the calmest of the Gwens, dad puns and comics knowledge. She did have. Comics knowledge, but dad puns. She ended up going and saying, "Hey, everybody, we're in an event. We got to calm down." You know, she did have the comics book knowledge, but that's the problem. Is so does everyone else. All that's her do. main characteristic. That's, so don't I give know. me that. That's just the that's one issue the of superior spider that she was first, in, like
1: the most in yeah. the first like two arcs of her main series.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's her main power. That's that is her power. And so, yeah, comics yeah. And book so you knowledge. That, that's what just you got. So decided to just obsess
1: about this panel hopping thing that this whole series has been about. Yeah. Like she, she hasn't used any of the other things that have that were no. endearing Gwenpool to anybody that liked her in the first place. Yeah, and, and people used hated any of those her. We we talk about this all degree. the time.
0: People hated her, but I loved her. You loved her. You told me to you know read her series, and when I did. It was, you know, it was a clever humor. Yeah, it was, you know, a little lowbrow like we like, yeah, yeah. but it, it wasn't over the top. It wasn't, you know, you ended up having what the big thing was guest stars. Like, where's Modoc? I would have had him in this if he's going to end up, you Definitely. know, being the end thing. Get all the people from where, where is Howard the Duck? Well, you know, why aren't they grabbing yeah. him out to or help? At least, and all you these you people- pull
1: him in for a panel gag, like, I'm not dealing with you again. I'm out of yeah, here. Yeah, like, and, I already you know, dealt with you. Yeah. Oh,
0: my. And even at that point, you had her dealing in the first appearance with Black Cat. You know, have these things. I mean, instead of this island nonsense, have her have to go back. And, and if, if it's me, and again, we're not writers, so this is way over the top, uh, you know, script doctor. I might have yeah. even gone better with the idea of her going back through her series all of them and try to fix what she thinks was wrong so that everybody would like her at the end, but then she screws it up and things like that, and by the end, you end up with all these, you know, Gwenpools with her and try to figure things out. I don't know. This just doesn't seem like a lot yeah, of fun there, there's by the end. there's
1: something missing here, it's just,
0: definitely. Yeah, there's something missing, and it seems to be <laughs> subtlety. It's weird where you... It's like the thing that I'd never think you'd need in a Gwenpool comic, but that's what it seems to be. Yeah, everything's just too over the top. But... Overall, then I will give it a five, and that will be any type of five of the that you want. Variety. We're not allowed to curse here. It could yeah. be a special variety of the FU variety. But I did like the art, though. The is pretty good. I do, too. Good. I like the art um, a lot. Yeah. And even when you go – so I'm actually going to go five-five because I do like the art. Even when you go through the plot hole and you have, like, the blurred-out comic stuff, it looks really neat. Just don't get it. I I don't get why. I don't the, You know, Leah Williams had
1: to go this far over the top here. But what would you give it? Yeah, I'm gonna go five point one. Uh, okay, I don't know. You're just because I, I enjoy the art, the art so much. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, yeah. I dig the art. Um, you know, I didn't think I would enjoy the art in this series because I really I enjoy Garu or. However you pronounce yeah, oh, that I team's like name so much. Yeah. Um, oh, I love Garou. I was, I was hesitant coming into this, like, getting something different. Yeah. But it, it, it's close to it, but having its own flavor yeah. and style at the same time, that is what I really dig about it. You know, I wish he had um, – or, or the the artist and, and the team doing it had a better uh, just – Story to yeah to They, they with do. The, I mean, I'll, I'll give one thing. They have a lot to draw. And, yeah. You know, they, they do <laughs> they well. Do, you yeah. have all these
0: different things. But yeah, uh, David Baldion, uh, the artist, and even, you know, Jesus erbitov on colors really do a great job. Really, really do. It, it looks great. But yeah, I wish it was better. I really do because yep. we like this. This should be one of those where, you know, it, people are like, why do they have this on the podcast? And then you hear them like, oh, I guess because they love it. Like, you know, say one of these miniseries. That we end up getting attached to but you yeah, know this isn't yeah, it this wasn't so one we'll probably them. finish it up we'll probably finish it up yeah last i gotta read the up. last one now. Uh, just your curiosity it is a character that we like but that's that and we're gonna go off now to the mail do you have the time to drive me in brandon line at ya, at gmail.com pull, yeah, pull, yeah. we will read them all at the wrong turn says Mel Cow. whether they're positive or when they are not I'm one of the lucky ones you can give a shout out to your peeps we will never forgive you make fun of Brandon but not me smash 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 it's all for the weekend
1: Show. Brandon
0: lives here mail call It is mail call yes. And a little bit of a remix for real this time. I think it recorded that one. Uh, but hey, here we are for the mail. and we have one mail, but before we go on to that. Let me tell you what the email address is. It's weird science, Marvel at gmail.com. And you can send him mail about just anything you want. Good, bad, indifferent, yelling about Brandon, about being drunk, yelling about Brandon for living in Buffalo, yelling about yep. Brandon for loving the hot wings. Yelling, Yeah. I just keep saying yelling at Brandon keep because going. the only thing that's not allowed, you're not allowed to yell at me, but you can. It, it, it's fine if you it yell at me as well. Yeah. Yes, uh, it used to in the DC uh early on a lot, uh and yeah, you know, I, I get angry. I I might disagree with some people. You you can say I'm a jerk. I'll never disagree with that because that is a hundred percent true, right? I'm one of the yes, lucky ones. you are, Greta. You are one of the lucky ones, indeed. This is from Matt, and Matt. He he likes to hang out at Largo, baby. He he hangs out with Amy Mann and Michael Penn all the time. It's so a little shout out to him. And he says, Jim, not Brandon though. Jim, oh, you definitely dang. need to do the Mandalorian review show. Uh, and uh, it would be funnier with Brandon if he's not drunk. I actually disagree. I think that'd be better if he was <laughs> no, yeah. drunk. Maybe then yeah, you'd I'll actually re- reveal your man crush. You've always had on C three PO. Just you attempting to explain he's, simple he's Star one, Wars mythos. He's the one that
1: beeps, right? He goes, beep, yeah, beep, yeah. Beep.
0: He beeps all right. He's like <laughs> beep, beep. Get over here. He's like he backs up. I'm bagging up this butt, and he starts beeping, beep, beep. Now, uh, one of one of my big C three PO. Uh, impersonations is from new hope where he goes over here and my kids love that when that part comes on and, and really if you want to know c3po just th- think of the one who's always complaining and yep. that's c3po that's i'm not okay. i'm not exactly a huge c3po fan i'm more of an r2d2 fan myself uh and eric he is more of a C-3PO fan, and we fight about it a lot uh, because I get mad because at the beginning of New Hope, you end up having Luke Skywalker as C-3PO. Hey, you know, tell me what happened. You guys seen a lot of action. What's going on? And C-3PO goes, I'm not much of a storyteller, sir. Uh, (laughs) But by the end of Return of the Jedi, or at least the middle of Return of the Jedi, he is telling a story to the Ewoks that has everybody just on edge. He is doing sound effects. He is quite the storyteller. <laughs> he was either selling himself short in New Hope or he became a better storyteller as the years progressed. Wait for his chance. he yeah. was just lying. He was a liar. He just didn't want to tell Luke any stories. He he was he was, uh, he was uh, tired and he wanted that oil bath is what he wanted. Uh, <laughs> and he says, just me uh, telling you about stories, Mythos would be entertaining enough, but it is actually a very good show. And I'd love to hear your take on it. I really like it. I ended yeah, up doing I on the do Patreon. Too. I'm all caught I did up. I'm a, on four yeah. now. I'm actually uh, uh, finished three. I didn't watch four yet, and I'm trying to do uh, some vi- uh audio reviews. What am I saying? Video some audio reviews for the Patreon on that. I got to do three very quickly so that I can catch up before five comes out. So I'll, I'll be all caught yeah, up then. Friday. I'm going to do quick deal. Yeah, I'm going to do a quick deal. And I, I might even be reviewing some sort of DC cartoon that may or may not have more cursing in it than I've ever witnessed in the cartoon. So that'll be fun, too. Uh, and he says, also, I like the new Marvel Solicits podcast. You have a natural gift at making boring stuff interesting, he said. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, OK. And, and sometimes that it has to be a gift when we're talking about some of these books. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Actually, usually the Marvel stuff isn't boring. Uh, it just ends up some of it being just awful. But – and yeah. he says keep doing the songs <laughs> and sound effects as well. That's why I'm laying on these. So I didn't load up quite enough to, to do them, but I have just – Sparking,
1: sparking, I just,
0: I just have crazy ones I could just hit uh, and keep up the nonsense. And that is Matt. And thank you, Matt. And he was the only male – this week and if you can tell my my throat is done i actually wanted to do yeah i wanted to do a song tonight but it's it's one of those where i i can't even talk right now Sound like you i'm I'm having i didn't (laughs) and no what i did was sat and watched the eagles game and they stink is what was happening it was an embarrassment so i'm done i'm i keep saying each week but i did say it was funny because you ended up uh, telling me, Hey, we hooked you up because the Bills beat the Cowboys. And then I, I said, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, the Eagles are done anyway, even though they were only one game behind. And then after they lost to the Dolphins, I wrote to you. That's what I was talking about. And yep. yeah, it seems you like Nick, right, Foles, guess, huh? Nick Foles just he just doesn't have Maybe you can
1: get him back He's no good right in now. Jacksonville. Either. I
0: mean not Nick Foles, that's what I'm saying. Carson West, but that's <laughs> a lot of people are yelling. That's why it's in my mind of getting that and now. It's just Carson has to I don't know. He's gotta get the team and be able to lead them. He seems to just wanna, you know, go along and be you know, nonchalant, things like that. It kind of reminds me of one Eric Lindros back in the day for the Flyers. But that's that's some nonsense for you. Also some nonsense. I'm drinking this gridlock energy drink from <laughs> Aldi that I used to drink. And I've had this one since Sunday morning, actually Saturday morning. And I've gone through like seven podcasts since then. And I still haven't finished it, which shows you how awful it is. And they they had this fruit punch one. And it really tasted good. It like was a knockoff, you know, an all the version of the power drinks, the energy drinks, and it was really good. But this this regular green gridlock, it's it's terrible. It's not good. And I know yeah. that you, you drink like the, uh, regular Red Bull I and stuff like that. Red I go classic Red Bull. I'm a I can't classic take Red Bull it. Guy. I can't take
1: it. it I it, do like it the 18-ouncers too. The
0: yeah. Well, this boys. one's, I think, thir- uh, wait, this is a 16-ounce here and I can't finish it. And it tastes like, like a really bad sweet tart. And I don't mind sweet tarts sometimes. But no, and I think it's the thing that's ripping my throat apart. It, it's keeping <laughs> me down, it is. And, uh, yeah, it's it's trouble, but that's that. That's the mail. Uh, But we're going to go off now to some books from me, and then we'll be back to finish up the podcast with me and Brandon talking some Fantastic Four. All right, and welcome back. And it's just me for a little because I'm going to be talking a little 2099. And the first one is Punisher 2099. Years ago, a catastrophic event brought the age of heroes to an abrupt end. Now several mega corporations rule over humanity with the help of their private police force, the public eye. And above them, doom rules all, but still there are those who would threaten to buck the system. This is the future. This is 2099. This is The Punisher, 2099, written by Lonnie Nadler and Zach Thompson. Art by Matt Horak with Ian Maroon, or Maroon. You're such a Maroon. Colors by Rachel Rosenberg and Letters by V.C.'s Joe Sabino. And if you know a little more about the 2099 stuff, maybe you will see that maybe I'm missing some things. But what I'm missing a lot of with these books so far, and I've read them all, uh, I'm missing fun. And I know the dark future of the 2099 doesn't have to be fun. Uh, But what I'm getting is actually... Uh, cliched stories, it seems And also things that are based on having a twist of the original story But yet by the end and being these, you know, one shots I'm not getting enough of this new universe for me to say I like it more than the past one Or if the twist is something that is earned because I don't think it's earned and things of the nature and that happens with this Punisher 2099 especially um if you had read the Punisher 2099 you will know that the Punisher in the original 2099 was Jake Gallows and he is in this book he is not the Punisher in fact he is the villain but not even just the villain the villain is you know society the villain is the a vision police force the public eye all of these things and this is a, you know, a futuristic cyberpunk deal. You can look at this as, and, and again, though, there is a twist. So instead of, you know, somebody being duped and things like that, they're actually duping our main character. And it is Hector Tago. Uh, he ends up being the Punisher. There's a spoiler, but he, they end up duping him in a positive way for him if he just wants to let it happen. Um, What ends up happening by the end, the twist of him being the Punisher, he's the Punisher because now he's going to go punish all the people who have duped the society and all the people who have lied and all these things. And, and I don't, it just doesn't feel Punisher esque. You end up having Jake Gallows there who does explain that his family was murdered, things like that. And, and no, I don't need a, a future Punisher to necessarily have the exact backstory of, you know, a Frank Castle. Um, But what I need, number one, is to have an issue that feels like the Punisher. I need an issue that actually is going to give me more than five pages of the Punisher in an oversized issue. And I have to have an issue that makes sense of the progression to get to the Punisher. By the end, you end up having Hector just kind of assume the Punisher role and then kind of just go out to make things right. Now, through all this, the one big thing they have is a social score. That will increase as you do things that are looked upon as good And in this it's usually beating or killing the Thorites These bunch of people who they don't have a great social sco- score But they also worship Thor They they even have a, you know, almost like the, the tree of life But it's the tree of mangled up death But that's supposed to bring Thor back They run around almost like Thor cosplayers They have the hammers, they run around in outfits and you end up starting off with Hector going back and looking through his video file to see what went on in these vision archives. You can go back and see your arrest. Everything is filmed. You know, the the future will be televised or at least archived in a vision archive here. And he goes back because he ends up thinking something is wrong. He ends up going back and watching this, you know, arrest, this attack. It was the Thorites. You know going and attacking And you end up having a public eye servant Of Hector Tago Ending up killing one of the Thorites And it doesn't feel right to him He doesn't remember it quite the same And this is going to be the big thing That's going to be the trigger for him To realize that everything is not what it seems In a future that's televised And in a future of editing and things And so all of these things if if you think oh man that reminds me of this or that reminds me of that or this i mean i'm talking from running man to robocop to the matrix uh it, minority report it it does seem similar to a lot of things that's why overall and, and not necessarily one thing in general but that's kind of the cliche in my mind of it and it's kind of doing the cliche of the future cyberpunk you know, all the stuff, you know, like that, computers, how things are altered, things like that. And and really by the end, I can't even say necessarily that it reminds me even of the twenty ninety nine. You you end up getting a personal assistant deal with Hector that is the one thing that, you know, brings you back to the twenty ninety nine stuff. Uh but in general this could just be any sort of generic future cyberpunk setting, and it really wouldn't change anything because it does have those tropes of it. Well, while this is going on, you end up having Hector trying to figure out if he indeed ended up killing a guy who was an innocent civilian, or is this a mad, you know, enraged Dorite that's gone crazed and is going to hit him with a hammer? and the one thing about it is is that when he did kill this guy this you know rocketed up his rank and and this social point system is what does end up ruling your whole life you want to end up with a high system if you end up with zero you're out you're you're pretty much slumming it and you can't even go to certain places that comes into play a little later but he ends up there with Jake Gallows his you know officer and Jake Gallows just progressively, as this goes, becomes more and more a piece of crap. And so, again, I didn't read anything but the first issue of Punisher nine or nine originally. So I know that Jake Gallows is the Punisher in that, but I don't really have a connection. So it wouldn't be like I'm sitting here and I'm saying, you know, how dare you? How dare you? Where, Where is Greta? I don't have Greta, you know. Edit that out out. Edit that out, right. Yes, Greta is not around to tell me the stuff but so as this is my not anger but my yeah, being upset about it has nothing to do with my love of anything in the past of anything it, it's pure just really storytelling and it it's okay this the best i can say about this one is it's okay but by the end it's it just felt hollow it felt shallow it felt like i was just watching somebody's idea of Hey, look at this. I got this great, you know, generic cyberpunk deal where you have these corporations in control and, you know, this police force that's supposed to be great. They're on the take and on the take in the way that this whole vision system that's recording things, it's going to twist and turn things to their angle. And then the angle will be that you have a Jake Gallows going around and one of the things they spell out. And again, there's not enough space to really tell the story. So at points you have to just stop. And have things written in a, you know, almost like a middle of the page narration because there's just not enough time to set things up. So I'm not blaming the authors for everything. Uh, they're trying to give you a deeper story, but they just don't seem to have the page length to do it. Uh, so you find out that in, in the future, instead of prisons, you end up getting this drug that's given to you. So you end up getting the drug. And then you can go back to work. And that's the thing. It's all about, you know, productivity. It's all about people doing their job, people buying things. And, and if somebody's in the jail, you have to pay for them to be there. They're not doing their job, but they're also, you know, you don't, have to, it's, it's just the whole deal. And so the social score and it, it twists and turns and things like that. But yes, you end up instead of jails, basically, like I said, instead of jails, you get the sin C drug that ends up making you you know, a productive member of society, even though at that point, it seems like you're pretty much stuck on that drug. So it goes around the idea. It even goes back to the idea of the company store, you know, and in, in, in the olden days where you ended up, you know, working for a company, but then you had to buy everything from the company. So the company wins twice. Well, that's how this is set up, where you end up faking crimes so that you can get these people, Uh, under arrest to take a drug that you kind of have a control on and then they end up having to be on it the rest of their lives plus they're making money that in my mind doesn't even go to them because they're under arrest so you're ending up twisting and turning to pretty much make a slave state out of most people and so you find out that jake gallows that's what he's been doing he's been showing up and where he says you know and and they use pretty much these thorites They're using them as the scapegoat. And again, every society like this needs a scapegoat. They need to be uh, somebody that they can keep kicking and nobody will care because they think, oh yeah, those Thorites, they're the worst. So I don't mind if you end up taking their heads off or you end up doing this and they're on the Sin Sea and it it then is a never-ending cycle. You know, it perpetuates itself, all that sort of thing. Well, as you have Hector he's kind of figuring things out and he is sneaking around he is going into the vision archives and looking at the stuff and realizing like I don't remember it there and you do have Jake there Jake Ellis saying like no 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 you know what it's because when they film it you're separated from the emotions and you're thinking through your emotional brain and you know us humans we're emotional people you know And, and me and you boy we have hot tempers and if you can take that away that's what you'd really see what you're seeing that's and he's like this doesn't make sense and it all kind of comes to a head where he's called out on a, a deal where a street sweeping robot has gone crazy and the street sweeping robot is running through the city and it's yelling out propaganda i mean it's yelling you know the government's out to get you so the public eye is the enemy uh, Please eat hot dogs with ketchup Don't listen to the people in Chicago We're in Nuevo, New York We eat hot dogs with ketchup And by the way, deep dish pizza's nonsense It's weird because it seems like the street sweeping robot Really against Chicago uh, But you know, that's the New Yorkers for you But he ends up, you know, doing this And you end up having Hector chase the robot down And as it's going down, they're like, you know Don't engage, don't do this, don't do that they don't want him to get too close. This is all a setup. And when Hector does go, he ends up interfacing then with the street-sweeping robot brain and realizes it's not a robot brain. That's a human brain. That's a human brain that has a history. That's a human brain that has feelings. And the, the robot even says, like, no, I, I'm human. They made me do this. They turned me into this. This stinks. Oh, man, you know, am I going to be... Disconnected does that mean I die Things like that you know and It freaks him out at that point They're not aware and I'm saying the public Eye deal is not aware because his His vision deal has Gone down It, it kind of fritzed out So he's able to do all this and And this is where you end up having Jake Gallows come. And he's like, man, no, that that was crazy. It was real human. And then like, no, 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 you're just nonsense. That's, that's just what the Thorites, you know, those bad Thorites, you know what they do. And they're just trying to dupe you. And this is where you end up having Hector really starting to look at things and like something is really wrong. This is not right. That's the, what they're telling me is not true. And I need to look into this again, going back to the file that he had at the one point, at that one killing where he did kill the arm Thoraid. He goes back again and looks at it through the unfiltered deal. It's almost like, you know, when I would put a picture up on Twitter, I would like to get the filtered version, you know, get a little, you know, of the the imperfections out. The, there there shouldn't be many because I, I'm saying, no, there's a lot. So I, I wouldn't want people to look at the unfiltered version of me. Uh, I think that's what you get on this podcast, but they end up Where he looks in, he's able to hack and see that he he legitimately killed a guy who was unarmed. And he's like, this doesn't make sense. Now, again, this is the twist of this is the idea that if this is taken to light, if he pursues this, he's really damning himself. He's going to end up damning himself because you have to keep remembering of that social point system that if he ends up going against the system or shown that he's not a good guy, his social ratings would go down. So at this point. And it's a weird deal. This is where it's like the turning point of a punisher. But is it is, is a turning point in the punisher in your mind, the point where he realizes I'm going to just end up committing social suicide because I have to do the right thing? Now, that's a cool concept of a character. um, But it just I, I do need and he even says at a point like. You need a revenge deal, and in my mind, there's no revenge here. It's more of just righting the wrongs, but this is any character, and I just, I really, really need something. Now, you're introduced to his uncle. He goes to see his uncle, who ends up being a Thorite, and when he does go there, uh, he starts talking to him, and actually, I think it's his grandfather, actually. I'm sorry. I said his uncle, but it's his grandfather, and then I'm thinking, okay, here's where we get it, where we end up having Hector go. And you end up having Jake Gallows realize, oh no, you know, he's heading to the store, right? I'm going to have to do something. And you end up having uh, Jake Gallows kill his grandfather. Now you have a revenge. Now you have a, a revenge against the, you know, starting with at least against the guy who was Punisher 2099 originally in the original series. Okay, you're starting to get me there, but it never happens that way. His grandfather's just there to kind of, you know, give you a quick face of the thorites that isn't a bad guy it's his grandfather but i don't know his grandfather from adam or eric or brandon or you know josh allen from the bills i I don't know him and i don't know the connection that hector asked him so it's it's not getting me there but he goes and talks to him he's like hey do you guys go around with these hammers all the time he's like yeah the That's what we do. I mean, you don't cosplay as Thor without a hammer. That's silly. I mean, if you do that, they're just going to think you're Brad Pitt or something. And he's like, well, that's a weapon, right? No, no, no. It's not a weapon. It's a symbol. It's what we do to worship Thor, but it's not a weapon. So it's all spinning in his mind. As he's doing this, you get a little cyberpunk tech type deal where his face changes. He has the scanning technology. And again, their scrambler mask, and this has to be presented in this like writing on the top of a page and I'm like eh I really don't need that. Now the best part of it is, and it's it's very subtle, is you find out in the 2099 universe, when you worship Thor, you do it by singing Garth Brooks Thunder Rolls. That's they they end up thunder rolls and the lightning strikes. Uh this is where That is definitely why Thor never comes to see him. Thor would not be a fan of Garth Brooks. So it's nonsense. And they really need somebody to lead them in the right path. But you end up where during this deal with that street sweeping, uh, you know, human AI that is ending up being like, hey, Hector, by the way, we ended up tracing it to this other guy. You know, he's been arrested because Hector ends up killing the AI, almost like killing him to put him out of his misery. He, they end up being a connection, though, to this other guy who they go to see, or Hector goes to see, to see, you know, start to unravel this controversy. It's all supposed to be connected with the Thorites. It's all supposed to be this guy, Davis Dunn. It's supposed to be a guy who hooked up this other guy. And he goes, he's like, you know, what was going on with the Thorites? Now, again, the, the thing, the concept is the whole idea of the street sweeping deal It wasn't with the Thorites at all. It was actually this guy Wallace uh, who worked for Alchemex with this uh, Davis Dunn. Now again, it gets a little convoluted, but this Wallace, he didn't want to do anything crazy. He didn't want to kill anybody. He wanted to go visit his boyfriend. And when you end up Where Hector does tap into his consciousness, his AI of this. You do see like a progression of him falling in love, having a boyfriend, things like that. So, this guy, Wallace, he just wanted to be able to go and visit his boyfriend one last time. The problem is his social score was at zero and he can't go out through the city. So, the only way he could figure this out is by becoming a street sweeping robot to go now. Why then was he running around with propaganda? Why wasn't he just, you know, going quietly to visit him? Maybe he visited his boyfriend at this point and then was mad. But he had definitely gone insane and screaming and yelling and yelling and screaming and not doing much street sweeping, which ended up in his death uh, from the Hector. But as you go, you have this Davis Dunn who's now – the almost comes off as the crazy scientist, the crazy guy, the conspiracy guy, which he's telling the truth. But he's like, now I'm on the Sin C, They got me for life. I didn't do it. Well, why did you even help this guy? And he's like, they they told me, they lied to me. They said that if I did it, my score would jump through the roof and i'd be the most popular guy i'd probably be on the bachelor at least dancing with the stars and i'd be the greatest guy ever uh but they they duped me and now here i am it's like with the thorites they no 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 it's 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 the whole deal you know it's not them they ended up doing and it's like you know who is the them and it ends up being you know who we think are the good guys and so he ends up telling them this and they have he's like, okay, that's ridiculous now. I'm gonna have to go do something about this. Uh, because he is working for the bad guys. He thought he was a good guy, but public eye Is the one who put him up to this public eye Is the one who made him do it public eye Promised him things they didn't come And do and kind of what they're doing Here with this since he is pretty much Lobotomizing him even at the point where You even have this little thing that keeps his eye Open and stuff it's nasty Um, But yeah he's pretty Much done his life's done because he was Duped so this is where Hector goes off And he has to do Something about this and again this is Where we're now Almost done we still don't have any Sign of a quote unquote punisher But that's when he shows up You end up having a big you know To do you have a big confrontation Between the Thorites And the public eye soldiers And as they go all of a sudden Out of nowhere there's a Punisher we don't have any idea How he got this armor he's dressed up In this futuristic punisher armor He even has his eye there That is a punisher eye Uh, And he goes and He starts to confront, you know, his fellow officers, but now he's Punisher. And again, they're like, hey, Boneface, what are you doing here? Come and help us. And no, he's with us. And that's where the Thorites then out of nowhere go, no, he's with us. And I I said, no, I'm confused because this hasn't been set up. And so, but he is. He's there to take down, in particular, Jake Gallows, which he goes up to and he's like, you are under arrest and then Jake, uh, I I recognize that voice, it's either C-3PO or that's Hector, hey what are you doing my man, he's like, you will die and and he just starts fighting him and then you just have Jake Gallows like, man, you're doing the things why aren't you killing Thorites, they're the bad guys and oh man, you shouldn't have done this and it's just the whole deal and then it becomes, again, the cliche where you have Jake Gallows this is how it should be we're making the system work the only good person is a productive person and you know somebody has to be the bad guy and we have to put somebody under the boot to be able to be rich and have efficiency and isn't efficiency the best I'm like I've had enough he ends up killing Jake Gallows and walking away at one point I thought he walked away with his hands in his pocket I'm like that's a weird deal it's like a set. Um, but yeah he's like I hate to admit it but Captain Gallows was right about a lot of things. That's why he had to die. He was wrong about one thing, though. This wasn't about revenge. I'm like, no, no, why? <laughs> That's what I want. This, is, I, I want something to feel like the Punisher. He goes back. He disconnects his, you know, at home Bobby AI. Uh, he has Iris uh, reboot him to the factory settings. Then he you know, gets dressed up, looks at the s- sunset, goes off, starts remembering the whole deal because what he does then is get all the raw footage and releases it. Now, this is the opposite because he's doing this and making himself look bad. But to me, it's pretty much running, man. Arnold's down there. He is ending up. Most people think from the video footage that he is shooting on women and children who just want to eat and he doesn't care. But yet... They have the real footage, and when you're in there, Dweezil, Zappa, and Mick Fleetwood end up broadcasting the real footage that shows that Arnold's good, this is, and if you haven't seen Running Man, please do so, this is the opposite where you end up having Hector releasing the footage showing he was bad. And this is the way to make things right, and when the people see that they were duped, they will rebel, they will fix the system, but to do that, he has to be the guy who takes the fall, his social score plummets. And then he heads off, heads off as the Punisher still into the slums where he goes to his grandfather and says, you know what, uh, I'm going to continue to carry out my sentence until it makes a difference. And then his grandfather, they're playing a version of chess. And he's like, glad to hear you say that, Hector. Hector, Hector Tago is dead. He got what he deserved. The end. And I'm like, well, who am I supposed to root for here? Um I guess you're supposed to just go with the idea that this is a cool, like I said, cyberpunk future story, not a mystery, but, you know, almost like a science fiction movie that you'd go and everything that you think is right is wrong. You end up having to fix it. But to what end? And, you know, the why me type of deal with Hector has to basically go and show that he's a piece of crap so that you can make the world better. And now he'll go off. And it's almost like the Punisher part of it is just, he's punished. And I I just, I don't know. It just didn't feel like anything Punisher. Maybe if it was something else, you know, an indie book that had this story that just had, you know, characters just in here. And it'd be okay. But through the whole thing, when I'm reading these, I'm just waiting for the... And when it starts feeling like the 2020, de- 2099, I'm sorry, the 2099 deal. And if I've been saying 2020, I apologize. I am very tired. But you end up just waiting. I'm waiting for a Punisher feel. I'm waiting for all these. I'm not getting any of that. Uh, the art's okay. It's not great. Um, so at the end, I, I can't go higher than a five, five, a five around there now. Now that I've read it a couple of times there, there's stuff there, just not a lot of space to make it work. And, again, at the end, it didn't feel like Punisher to me. So I'm going to go 5-5. Five, five. That's the highest I can go. And uh, Now I'm going to move on to the next one. All right, and the next 2099 book is Conan the Barbarian, 2099. It has the same intro, so I'll just get right to the deal of Brought forth from his own ancient Hyborian age, Conan found himself fighting side-by-side side with the likes of Wolverine, Punisher, and Electra as he made his way across the modern age as we're seeing in Savage Avengers, but this year's March, or as the year's March ever on, even for a time-displaced barbarian. And it's written by Jerry Dugan, art by Roger Antonio, uh, colors by Eric Arsianega, and letters by BC's Travis Lanham. And now this is one where, you know, we don't have a background for this. This is kind of new. We have Conan in this. You're wondering, okay, how do you get Conan to the twenty ninety nine deal, he's a very specific person. This is not a mantle. This is a guy, uh, and you find out how uh, he ends up getting there because back in the day, he ended up being cursed by Morgan Le Fay to live an eternal life with her, kind of cursing him all the way. And and it points at the beginning. He's already in the twenty ninety nine universe, and he is. You know, fighting some people, he's stabbing them. It's classic Conan, pretty much, even in a futuristic setting. He's not going to change his game. There's no shame in that game, and he's kind of talking to himself. This is the madness that his people think is a problem with all this stuff, because... He is talking to Morgan Lefay. If you are a DC fan and you have read Katana, it kind of comes off as Katana talking to her husband in her soul taker sword. But this is just in her conscious uh, in his consciousness. And it also is Morgan Le Fay at at points ends up, you know, being personified, walking next to him, standing there, you know, going alongside with him. Um, But this basically is a story. Of Conan, a very weary Conan Who is now in the future And kind of thinks, you know, I've had enough Plus, this whole thing He has been cursed With Morgan Le Fay You know, kind of riding shotgun With him the whole time Now by the end, he ends up deciding To purge Morgan Le Fay And she's upset Saying, you were supposed to go mad by now And he's like, no, 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 Conan doesn't go Get mad, or go mad He gets even and uh, so ends up doing a thing. But as this is going on, you are taking this journey with Conan, you know, through time uh, to become the king. He's king in 2099, but he abdicates the throne because he's just had enough, kind of goes on a journey and ends up finding almost like an Abin Sir type deal with Hal Jordan. Very much again, if we're going to go D.C., where a Nova Korsman crash lands onto earth and ends up having his helmet and saying you know please take my helmet you need to go return this helmet to the nova core there's an annihilation coming please we have to save this there's a, a lot of things thrown in here and now he gets the nova core helmet he puts it on and it's basically now a road trip not a scavenger hunt but a road trip we have to get Across the wasteland, we got to get to Los Angeles where there is the Nova Corps building, and we'll figure this all out. So, yeah, he just goes. It's very quick. It goes right to Los Angeles. Now, there's a couple of things that I do like here. I, I do like the art enough. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. I like if you're reading this, take notice of the fingers that Conan has as kind of a necklace or at least a band that keeps his cape. Is like, uh, you know, wolf's hide cape on pretty cool little, you know, shout outs there. There's mentions of, like we said already, the Savage Avengers, Colin Gath is mentioned. You end up even having West Coast Avengers uh, mentioned because he ends up going to Los Angeles to, you know, return this helmet. Uh, but he also seems to want to fix it as well. It's not working properly. But when he gets to Los Angeles, he runs into, you know, some people, some, you know, underground, you know, scavenger thief types that want to steal his stuff. Uh, then he runs into public eye officers. He's got to fight all them off. He even says in narration, when I got here, you got the work groups. They want to recruit me. You end up getting these other zealots who want to kill me and I got to fight through them and all these things going on. Um, but he does end up getting to the Nova Corps building. He ends up finally getting up to where he has to go with the helmet when he goes in, where this is supposed to be, you know, all right, I'm here. Hey, everybody. Anybody home? Uh, the Nova Corps seems to be dead by then, at least the officer who would be there, who's sitting in pretty much, you know, Captain Kirk's chair, it looks like. Um, but, it, this guy's just a skeleton he's been dead for years and this is where you end up having Morgan Lefay like cackling oh my you came all this way Ah, uh, you know epic fail there dude and he's like no 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 he's not paying attention to her you end up having the Nova Corps they have an AI that greets him. he's like welcome Nova Corpsman do you wish to attempt the evacuation of this planet and he's like oh yeah yeah I do and this is where Morgan Le is like, what are you talking about? We can't do that. And he's like, you don't control me. You, you just annoy me. It's what you do. You're just a voice in my head. I'm going to do what I want. And then he's like, hey, AI, can you fix this helmet? Can you fix it? And the system repairs. Yes, put it on the pedestal. But he ends up deciding. And, and the funny thing is, Conan is a guy set in his ways. And when the AI says, please fasten your seatbelt, he ain't going for that. He doesn't care if he gets a ticket. He's probably going to, as the ship takes off, he's going to be on his cell phone. He he isn't going to put things in airplane mode. That's not how he rolls. But he's like, no. And then he says, hey, I uh, kind of feel sick. I kind of feel like, you know, I got some craziness in me. He's talking about Morgan Le Fay, if you haven't figured it out. But he's like, I, I want to go there. And he's pointing out the window to the sun. He's like, can I go to that star? Like, we can go right through it, possibly, and they're like, that would not be good you would be terminated it's like no 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 i'm a uh, i'm i'm kind of a guy who is pretty strong i also have this awful wretched stinky bad breath disease it, i like to call it morgan le fay if you wouldn't mind but i have this disease in me uh i got to purge it out can we go to the sun i'm like let me Calculate beep, boop, boop. Yes we can And they head towards the sun And as they're going towards the sun You know you end up having Morgan Le Fay burn out And I'm like I don't get that I really don't get exactly What is going on That she would burn out Since she's kind of just an entity inside But she can't take it She doesn't have the Nova Core helmet on That's kind of you know the big deal And he does say listen Nobody makes Conan a slave So I'm going to burn you out You're burning out and she ends up burning out So he's there by himself But at this point, the ship burns out Everything burns out Because he has the Nova Corps helmet He's not burning out He's just floating in space Kind of, you know, floating around And it looks like at the one point He's he's walking among the stars He is, and he's not even in Hollywood uh, And he's going and it says You know, hey, he would have to Look up Conan New Not where this new wanderer would take him He's a wanderer uh, But free of the witch He put his back to his place of birth and began a quest for a new crown But that's a story for another day So he's heading off You know, like the famed Wanderer of Song And he's going to go find a new planet To become king of uh, there's a, There is a, a funny thing In this as well That kind of made me giggle Because it really is spelled out in this Where Conan is going that A lot of the trouble, a lot of the problems In 2099 did come from global warming And I you know anytime I hear that I gotta think of Greta so a little shout out to Greta Because yes she could not Save the 2099 Future Um, This is okay it's okay Because of my mind I didn't have any Expectations of a Conan book and it is Conan it is very much more Conan than a 2099 yes You have public eye it, Pretty much that's one of the only things that, that ties it in. This, again, could just be called Conan Future Wanderer, and you're not going to have any change at all. Instead of calling these officers public eye officers, you just have them dressed up a little different and call them just future tech or, you know, Robo Cops or Terminators. And, and you really wouldn't have changed anything. Uh, it's, it's kind of a broad stroke story, but I think that it plays out better than trying to do too much. Uh you have a conan again and you have Call Outs to the Savage Avengers. You got Call Outs to the Marvel Universe of the Past in this, and that's cool enough too. Um but by the end, it's it's kind of just a book that didn't annoy me as much as the others. So if you want to take that as a compliment, I did like the art enough, things like that. And the I I'm usually When you get to an end of a story, it's the end with a question mark. I will dock points because that infuriates me. It infuriates me to all end, mainly because, like, I we don't know there's going to be another one and just tell a story. But it ends in a way where he's going off on a walkabout. He's heading off to the bush and he's going to have a walkabout for a while. We'll see if that amounts to anything. If he ends up on Pluto which is not a planet, or if he ends up, you know, even beyond, doing whatever a Conan does in the 2099 future with a flaming sword and a will to boot, if that makes sense. So overall, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. This is probably my most positive I am of any of these, and mainly because it's doing something new, because it's a new character there with Conan. And, you know, it's kind of saying, let's do Conan in it. Uh, we're not going to push it too much, but a generalized story and it's nothing. I, again, though, I, I wouldn't recommend anybody to go out and get these in single issues. Number one, these will be put in two trades or whatever they will do. And if you really, really need these, first up, I'd wait till they hit the Marvel Unlimited app number one and at least read. You know the Omega and Alpha deal as you go, and then see what's going on. And I'm saying that now. I guess it's the Omega number one, and we already had the Alpha. So I, I, it's weird. I said the Omega and Alpha, but I was thinking opposite ways that we already had the Omega, and that the and that doesn't make sense either. I'm a dummy, is what I am. Edit that out. Yes. So, um, yeah. These are just what they are. I'm not impressed at all. Uh, This is why we haven't talked about all of them And why I'm talking about this one by myself Because they're just not that great And it seems like something that they tried to push And I really don't hear anybody talking about it I think that this is kind of a fail Maybe not an epic fail, but a fail anyway And so there you go And uh, I'm not going to extend this anymore We're going to go off now to talk Me and Brandon talking about Fantastic Four Negative Zone all right, and I'm back with Brandon. Hello, Brandon. That is my C3PO. Yes. You are is a jerk. It? R2D2, you bucket of bolts. That's that. <laughs> that is my C3PO. Right on. Hello, love. Look at me. I'm C3PO. Oh. Human cyborg relations. I say. Interesting. Zam- yeah, that's a little he's, step point. some new programming there, huh? Yeah, it yeah. is. So he got some new programming. He's ready to go now. I can't believe it. Darth Vader made me. Did you know that?
1: There you go. Did you yeah. know that? Did you yeah. know that? Uh, I actually Brandon? did because yes. I've seen the prequel. I have a better memory of the prequels yeah, than how I do. do yeah, uh, I uh,
0: what, what, Wait, what, Greta, what was that? How dare you? How dare you, indeed. That was like the first Don't even one, bring too. That up. I
1: remember. I remember oh my, my goodness, friends Dragon. me to that. Good lord!
0: Like, what you mean? Now that's what I call pod racing. Did you like that? One? Yeah, uh,
1: that's that's uh, that one was, of my favorites. I like that scene. That's not a bad scene, oh really. God, <laughs> you
0: know what the best thing about that scene is? It ended. Now, actually, the best part is the Dreamcast version of the oh, episode that one was pod great racer for N64. game. It was awesome. I'm yeah. telling you, it was better on the Dreamcast. So stop it! I I actually really like that game that that game was eric says that uh his big deal is the best thing that the prequels did was stop people making fun of return of the jedi that's what he said and that is his deal how, <laughs> said, dare, how you. dare you we're here for fantastic 4 negative zone number 1 and we'll see if i can keep my voice um, this is a continuation of these fantastic 4 you know one shot books uh it's okay you know, you know what I mean? If you need some
1: Fantastic Four in yeah, your life. It started a lot better than uh, – it, it yeah. kind of ended. By the middle of the book, I was like, oh, boy, this thing can end yeah, at any and point. and it, it,
0: it is oversized. And like I said, um, if you want to just grab a book, a Fantastic Four book, and you don't want to deal with Dan Slott, and you don't want to deal with delays, and you don't want to deal with you know sometimes the book not really being about the Fantastic Four as much – I think that these are a good alternative, and I actually like them for that. And there's, a, like you said, though, this issue goes a little too long, and really, you know, just you know, take a dollar off and cut that last part. Out I know, and just make
1: it a regular oh, size issue. I could I barely get through that. Yeah, I, that. that was a chore. And well, uh, again, work.
0: I, I'm I'm telling everybody that grab these. Because it gives you some good Fantastic Four that you don't really have to have any background really to go into. And then you go into this backup story that's not about the Fantastic Four, it's about the Fantastiques. And uh, luckily, for the Fantastiques, this is a non-cursing podcast because I tell them to go do something. <laughs> uh, because I, I tell well, when we a get there, I'll walk take, off a short yeah, pair. yeah, take a yeah, really. <laughs> uh, fantastic Four Negative Zone Number One. Uh, the first story: Ethical Dilemmas in Modern Science is written by Mike Carey, art by Stefano Caselli, and colors by Eric Arcinega. The second story is: What Are the Fantastiques For? You know, like what's love got to do with it? From Tina Turner, Ryan North on a writer, and Steve U on artist. I like saying that; that sounded very odd. Uh, and letters on all of these by VC Corey Pettit. And the funny thing is, is I, I can, in my mind, I think I do like Ryan North for the most part. I just don't like the Fantastics, and when we get, there, I don't I, either. I, I have, yeah, it, it's pretty much crazy. And it's pretty much a story where you are going to do a rah-rah story for the Fantastics, But if you don't like or care about the Fantastics, you want to just bail. And that's what I wanted to do. But we won't bail. We'll start at the beginning, though. And it is the ethical dilemmas in modern science. And what ends up happening is Ben is going through the old lockers. He's going through the basement. And uh, he ends up, you know, starting up a Hydra. You know, thing, a, uh, a, a what's it called? A sentry droid that goes off and starts attacking the Fantastic Four. And the, the whole thing is it's a like weird a, setup a because
1: sphere that uh, Reed lost way back in the day. Well, and- I'm
0: saying at the beginning, it's not even that. It's a it's a drone that goes off to attack them. And that's where Reed, they have to put that down. Sue ends up destroying it. And then that's where Ben says, hey, by the way, I saw a blinking light labeled three, two, six. What the heck is that? And that's where uh, Reed's like, uh uh-oh, into the negative zone we go. And they go to the negative zone. And it's it's a pretty standard... Kinda, it it gets a little boring. Actually, this this part, it's okay though. You get to see some teamwork between the team. You do get to go in the negative zone, and you even get you know the call out when they go into the negative zone. uh Ben starts to go down his roll call. He's like, "Man, the negative zone. You mean where there's Anilus or Blastar or that guy with the antimatter handshake?" And the thing is, he, he's spelling out. The two by name that are gonna show up here yep. by the end or at You're least mention. Annihilus is mentioned and then Blastar ends up showing at the end and basically what this is is it is a sphere but in the sphere is a bunch of bacteria that you ended up having Reed do some experiments and he ended up uh, you know kind of doing things like when you hear about uh, like in the Simpsons when they went into space they had an ant farm that they were going to see that would end up you know looking at the ant farm it ended up getting broken because of uh, Homer eating chips in space but (laughs) it's, it's an experiment and like okay how does this bacteria react to the negative zone. How does this do that? How does this? And he had a bunch. He had a lot of them. This one got lost. This one disappeared. He didn't know where it was. So it's been something that he's been waiting to see if anytime, I don't think he ever thought it would come back, but anytime that this, you know, alarm would go off, they'd go and do it because he ends up having an ethical obligation. He can't just leave it. And mainly not because of the bacteria in this sphere. Uh, But because it's introducing a foreign bacteria to the negative zone, a, a, you know, a foreign bacteria to an environment. And I said, uh, you know, keep the Simpsons. It's that same classic of like toads going into Australia that ended up from Bart in the Simpsons, but it happened in real life. I mean, that's something that happens all the time. And usually what happens is- Did the Simpsons
1: predict that one too? No, no, that was already (laughs) happening.
0: And it's happened throughout history where what ends up happening is usually you'll have something that annoys you, like say people in Buffalo. And then I get something that, that, yeah. And I would get something that I'm going to introduce into Buffalo like like an AA meeting, and that will end up causing more problems after you're gone. Now the bars in Buffalo are running. You know they don't have any customers. But it, with the Animal Kingdom, I'm making the joke there. But in the Animal Kingdom, it would be you have something that annoys you. You introduce something that will end up taking care of what annoys you, but then it becomes even worse itself at the end. And that's what he's afraid of. He's he's got that down. So they're going, and they end up finding the sphere. Uh, and seeing that it has marks on it, almost to me, is like a five finger bowling ball. It looks like, you know, yeah, I'd like that. Certainly. And they don't know what it is, but it's fingerprints. They realize they're aniluses, And what had happened is this bacteria had become very senient because of the time distortion of the negative zone. They ended up evolving, you know, generations upon generations, thousands of years, whatever the evolution would be there. And they are senient and they're angry. They're angry that Reed, their maker. Uh, which is kind of funny, ended up ditching him. Like he's yeah. their God. Uh, and he ended I, I up was being, so
1: confused when they started calling him maker at first. I'm nah, like, that's maker uh, behind I, I, and It's funny too. <laughs> I just thought
0: it, You know, that's like a wink wink, but it's kind of like that idea of a clockwork God that he sets up the universe and leaves. Reed just lost him. And he's like, they're like, you deserted us. And like, no, and why do you speak like C3PO? And they said, you know, I didn't desert you, I lost you, and now I'm glad to find. Well, they consider when Annihilus came in and grabbed the sphere, it ended up, and even Reed says, if they got even a, a little bit of even uh skin on there or in there, it's gonna change that whole thing. And and it did. They evolved into these little microbe Annihiluses who are pissed off at Reed for You know, ditching them and they're not good because they are at one point Ben even says they even talk like a nihilist. These things are annoying. (laughs) And it does end up going and attaching itself to the Fantastic Four ship as maybe say a millennium falcon after they leave I don't the know. death star maybe, see it all goes in waiting <laughs> for the garbage to go out and then they'll float away but uh, little do they know boba fett and slave one he's onto their game but it attaches so they can't see it and you end up having sue uh, not be able to see it they have to go outside the deal and end up fighting it now all along during this into the negative zone, Sue has a harness that ends up allowing her to use her powers, but to mask them so that she can mask the ship so that outside entities don't know they're there. That becomes important because when they fight this globe, it goes ham on them. It really is about to kill all of them. Each of them kind of save the other at the last second by punching or getting involved. But Sue allows it to destroy her harness as if she couldn't take it off herself. But, you know, I did she not have the, you know, key to take it off? Is it a chastity belt or something? But (laughs) it ends up getting broken off, which then allows the ship to be seen, which then ends up causing the big attack that's from Blastar, who shows up and attacks this sphere because it has the uh, Annihilus, you know, look to it. It has the Annihilus, uh, you know, kind of the energy signature to it. It it gets a little, it's, it's convoluted, but not really when you're reading it because it's a little slower than how I'm going. So it's, it's very deliberate in the steps, but basically it just ends up being them going in the negative zone, trying to find something, have to work out a deal. And then it ends up blowing up. But in the meantime, you know, Ben thinks everything's done. he's all happy, And now we have to get a little more science lesson and history lesson where Reed goes back, gets some of the bacteria to store. Ben thinks it's ridiculous. This could cause trouble. And then we learned about the smallpox and, and how they were beaten by the cowpox. But then you got to keep the cowpox with the smallpox. And they, you know, the whole idea Gets there are bunkers. Yeah. There are bunkers around the world that they do Just have. Just an explanation a for store. why
1: Reed is keeping this thing hanging yeah.
0: around. And this is a thing all around the world. They have like hidden silos and underground things where all the diseases that have ever been in the world are stored, even though they are you know, could potentially be dangerous, but they all could also end up being a cure at the end. So he ends up storing it. Maybe we'll see something from this, you know, way down the line. I doubt it. I really doubt it. I I would doubt that we're ever going to go and see anything like this, but we end up going and and that story is okay. Uh, To me, it's one of those where I read it and I thought, well, I'm not exactly angry that I read it, But I don't think I'm that excited that I did either. Um, But we move on to the next story with the Fantastiques. And my whole comment of this is basically I don't care about this team. I don't think I ever will. I really think that it's something. So for me to see them come together as a team and rah-rah themselves into being a better team and one that wants to go out and fight things on their own and get out of the fantastic foreshadow i don't care because i don't want to see them again they are very generic uh obviously they're a ripoff of the
1: fantastic four but not in a fun way yeah they're it even like the making thing. fun of themselves about yeah, it and i don't know it just yeah. goes on for way too long they blather on about nothing for the yeah, entire length of that issue the
0: whole thing of you know what you know we're bullcrap you know they got a stretchy guy we got a flat guy they got a rock guy we got a nice guy and the worst is they got an invisible girl who can fly we have a girl who's visible which you know that's not quite the superpower being <laughs> invisible, but she can fly too i'm like yeah you kind of lost me there but she kind of looks like sue and acts like so they end up buying the baxter building which is completely nonsense and uh They end up like, what should we do with it? Should we sell it? Should we flip it? Should we donate it? Should we do this, that, the other thing? And really after every page and every question that came up, I did have an answer. Like every time, hey, should we do it? Uh, who cares is what my answer exactly. was because I had had enough. I and had I'm to just start like, skipping right.
1: panels here. I'm like, are they it's, still talking about just, the same thing over and, and over again? Go, still? And then you go, and then
0: where they become the team. Yeah. And when they become the team is because they go on, it's one of those where, Hey, there's heroes all around and some heroes do the big work, some heroes do the little work, but all the work has to be done. And so they end up getting caught up in the, hey, can you get my cat out of the tree? Hey, can you help me change my tire? Hey, can you do this? So there there actually seems to be filling in you know, a niche that they kind of like, like, okay, we can do this. Like let, let the Avengers, Fantastic Four, X-Men, they'll, they'll do the big stuff, the heavy lifting, but they're almost like the friendly neighborhood Fantastic Four at this point as the Fantastics. they're helping the neighborhood. They're helping some guys. They're even, you know, doing things like, Oh, we'll do a soup kitchen and things like that. Um, but then in a deal that could have been fun, but it's only at the end and ends pretty much when this happens is a knockoff Super Scroll shows up. And, and again, you already have the knockoff Fantastic Four with the Fantastiques. Then you get the knockoff female Super Scroll that's Scrolltastic One. And that could be fun if we already knew the team and we already, you know, like them. Oh, yeah. it's because it's trying a too hard super to scroll, be yeah. like
1: the Fantastic yeah. Four, but not quite.
0: And that's the thing. And, and by the end, with this, you know, Scrolltastic One, that could be fun, but you never get to have it because it's over. You you end up like, yeah, hey, I'm the, the scrolltastic one. Oh, here I go, here I am. And they just go out and they don't even fight it. They're like, Hey, you know what? Should we go get this is tough. Should we go get the Fantastic Four for real? Should we get the Avengers? Well, we could do that, or we could fight. Let's save the world! Yeah, and then it says the end with an exclamation point, and I'm like, now you got me. Now I'm <laughs> down with you because I guess maybe they realize that nobody likes this team, and they're like, because we, we had them in that one issue. They yeah, even I mentioned do remember
1: it. them before.
0: Yeah. Well, what happened is they ended up in the it, even Were at they the beginning. They're lawyer. No, they were just in the regular run where they ended up showing up. And it was the idea that it was a dupe. If you remember, it was a setup. They didn't know, but their PR agents set up oh, a yeah, fight yeah, that where issue. they started fighting. They looked like the big deal. And they, it was all about branding and the Fantastiques and that, that. And even then we were like, really? Like what's going on? I think that was our first time in the Fantastic Four book where we were like, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of want the Fantastic Four. Like we waited all this time for the Fantastic Four and now you're giving us this. I don't need that. And it says Fantastic Four number four was when this happened. And uh, yeah, we were just like, and and, and since then, I, I haven't grown to like them at all. No, and and you, could, you could give me, a page with the placards that tell me Daryl 2D Payne is the amalgam guy or the knockoff guy of uh, you know Reed Richards.
1: I will never remember that name because I really, really don't care. I forgot care about I'm all four interested. of them. The last time I read about him, and yeah. I want to forget about all four of them this time that I read them. to be Yeah, the honestly. only guy,
0: the only design I like is the uh, you know Jack Iceberg Pierce because I like his sunglasses. <laughs> he wears he's like Corey Hart. He wears sunglasses at night, and I like that. Uh, but besides that, and he looks like he's like a guy because you know he's a nice guy so obviously he puts on the shades and tells everybody to chill and that's what i like that's like i like a chill guy like that that'd be cool uh but yeah other than that there's no reason for it and the art's okay in that the art's really good in the first part uh stefano caselli does a really good job with that and you get that fantastic four feel but i think that one of the problems is it's just a one-shot They're just giving you this side thing that doesn't matter. And by the end, even of that first story, you realize this doesn't matter. And so you're like, okay. And then you go off to the Fantastiques. And then I I got, I had a pretty much a bad taste in my mouth by the end of the issue, probably because I was drinking gridlock, but also because <laughs> of it being a nonsense story. And again, though, like I said, if, if you really needed some fantastic force stuff, because this is like the second one to the Yancey Street deal, they're having these couple things there. And the Yancey Street one, we had a lot of fun with. Yeah, that was fun. I like that one a lot. Uh, yeah. And in fact, uh, when we go into some of these things, now I'm a little more aware, but the Yancey Street. I was hoping that they were going to continue. I wanted to sort of some of those Yancey Street toughs, those kids. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're when, fun when, the fight, when they show up. I, I know. Oh, yeah. when they're not oh, being infected
1: them. by contagion. Yeah, when is. they're
0: not infected by yeah contagion, that's fine. And I also like when you know you, you hear of people bringing a knife to a gunfight, but those guys, those kids, they bring pool cues. They, they yeah, bring they uh, ice. Whatever's picks, laying on the road they, on football, the way to the the Possibly fight. a Transformers action figure, maybe a pack of gum. Let's well, uh, Street
1: whatever. Yeah, really. Oh, <laughs> he'll be there.
0: One guy he's just he was delivering papers, so he obviously brings a gun. Because yeah, that's what you not? do when you deliver papers. I had uh, my one buddy delivered papers when we were growing up. He used to do he it. He just got abducted brother. twice. Really? Two that times. Never happened he, to was,
1: us. No. he was
0: a wrestler. And he was a pretty tough guy and he ended up having to actually fight. Now he says this, who knows if he's, you know, I, I would love to, you know, think that he was lying so that I could say people aren't that bad, but he did say twice guys, because we had to end up going in our neighborhood for our deal. And we have a big neighborhood, like a big project type deal where you would deliver these. And uh, you would have to go grab your papers at 4 a.m. And I guess they kind of saw him there a couple of times and tried to get him. And he ended up punching the one guy in the face, he said. And then the the (laughs) best was he ended up We And this is back in the day. And he ended up, you know, the police got called and the police showed up. And because it was a a guy and because he was right, they're like, well, if you see him again, just sock him again. We're like, really? that's what you're going to do there you're not going to look around for this guy but that's how it went just like on yancey street um but yeah overall see when i first read it uh the when i was going to review this and i ended up uh having i didn't have enough time at the end of the night and i never got back to it but when i when i read it to review i actually wanted to give it a seven just because at the end i figured you know what this is kind of a You know, a generic type deal, but it's not awful, but it's not great. But reading it again, I have to go down to a six. It it really, that last it really threw it off and also the first story it just it really doesn't matter like yeah. i said and that, no, that's doesn't. a tough thing it's just you know the, i don't want to i don't want to go
1: isn't interesting enough to yeah, really grip you, you and know? it's
0: more of the idea it's not even a bad guy really it's more of the idea of reed being uh you know a scientist and having to go back and clean up his mess and by the end i i'd hate to give it a seven and somebody think oh man they must really like it with a seven i so i'm going down to a six what about you
1: yeah, I'm going to give it a 6 too. I mean, it, yeah. it's not offensive. It's a it better no. than the regular Fantastic 4 book to be honest with you. I've yeah, been I'm enjoying not really these one-shots right better. Now. When yeah. I saw the preview at the because end Because you get
0: Fantastic 4 yeah, at least. I know when, when know. I saw
1: the preview at the end we're still dealing with that that planet they're yeah. on. I'm like, that "Oh planet. my god, I yeah, so- don't
0: know what's going on. <laughs> we waited so long to get the Fantastic 4 back and on now Earth. It, yeah. it's a Oh my God. We're on that planet with Johnny it and his you know, soap opera life going yeah. on. I don't need that. Uh, it's, it's the craziest thing. You know, planet 44 light years away. Don't care. Oh my. And yeah, yeah, Ben Grimm's actions will change their future. I'm reading the solicit at the end. And the biggest FF secrets of all time is finally revealed.
1: Again, you're on the stupid planet. I don't need yeah, that. I no. guess you have to have some story, but it's not hidden. Yeah, no, me. It's, um, it's, it's going way over my head, and I'm just not... And the, the funny thing is, it, I, know, when, I,
0: when I decided that we would do this, because I wanted to start reading Marvel, and I wanted to start doing the podcast... And so you start writing, and boy, I had heard all these like the things that were going around in my head I'm like, man, I hear that that Nick Spencer, like he's the hot ticket. Oh man, that Dan Slott, that guy, I hear he's nice to people on Twitter. Yeah, I was wrong about everything, <laughs> and I uh, even just the idea of like, okay, here are the guys that I'm excited about reading. I uh, Nick Spencer, Dan Slott, like all everyone that I wanted to read, I, I haven't liked at all, and then I got surprised by these side. Things like a uh, you know Christos Gage on Superior yeah. Spider Man or Donnie Cates on Cosmic, Cosmic Ghost Rider though the beginning starting, of Venom. He, yeah, Donnie Cates is, is really starting to get on some people's I nerves. Know. It seems. Yeah, I I didn't realize it happens to the how best much, of them. Right? And and it does, and and it's funny too because you uh, you know it's almost like uh, you know uh, certain songs and things where you're on top of the world and then you get just knocked down because boy he seemed like he was the you know America's sweetheart yep. and the minute that he started yelling about things people i saw people on twitter oh, turn yeah. on him i saw people in message boards turn that on crowd, him it really man. shocked me it really shocked me That I thought that this guy was one of those that can do no wrong. And now we realize there's only one untouchable and that's Chip Sadarsky. That's the only guy that I'm telling you. And there you go. There was a guy that when I came over, you warned me about, (laughs) you said, you said, don't, don't even expect anything from him. Uh, You didn't like him. He's too jokey. He's all that. And then all of a sudden he wows us over and over. Sure and I'm like, this that's the, that is the fun of it, though. And yeah, he's my favorite guy right now. He's actually my favorite writer and person and Twitter personality.
1: Well, uh, I, in I all of I restored right now. faith in myself a little bit when I changed my mind about Chips Zdarsky because it's like I'm just yeah, waiting. Then you realize you can be changed. For the next book from some of these yeah. guys that'll interest me, you know. But uh, you know, well, someone like Bendis be, uh, is a little too far gone. I, said, I think. You no, know, it'll
0: be Bendis. I think Bendis and Nick Spencer may. <laughs> have left the ranch for you. I don't know that they can possibly go back, but you never know. Maybe what will happen is I'll realize that there's a good book from one of those and I'll do like a blind box to you. I'll end up getting and taking off the creative team. So you don't know and see if you like it. So there, uh, yeah, well actually we're talking about all this and I didn't even think that, uh, coming up at the end of the year, we'll have our year end award show. We'll be doing our first one on the Marvel deal because, You know, we we haven't really been around for that long. So this will be our first deal trying to do it, you know, full out. Uh, So I'll have to start thinking. I know what my book of the year is already, but I will not let that cat out of the bag (laughs) yet. So you'll have to see what that is. And it's not a book that I claimed I was going to marry at one point, but it might be another one. So, yeah, so that is it. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> uh, the way things are going around here, who knows who I'm going to know that, really. Uh, they, all these podcasts, she's getting really yeah. ticked off of me. We were, I was uh, doing a pop culture podcast, the pop culture one on Patreon earlier, and I'm sitting there, I'm talking to Erica, going, all of a sudden she comes around and, do you hear this? Right. I'm reading the middle of recording, and she knows. like the All she wanted to do was tell me that outside down the street you could see two fire trucks. I'm like, that's nice, honey great Nothing i'm glad I you do interrupted things you. for that thank you and then two fire trucks they're down the street i don't know what you'd want me to do about it uh because i don't care about two fire trucks down the street uh so she got She's, she should have the fire
1: signal or the call right doesn't she have no
0: the frequency? no she uh, she kind of got booed yeah, she wasn't showing right. up and blame that on me too so there we go we're done with the good podcast times. for this week yes it's always good times indeed But thanks, everybody. I'll mention again, we have a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, I believe it's called. Uh, Go there every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time is when all of the new comics and our reviews drop on the site for New Comic Book Day. Uh, Sometimes we get a... Thumbs up to be able to put stuff earlier. I think that we're going to be able to do one of the Conan books earlier oh, nice. this week, but that is that's not Jim territory. No, that Conan me stuff. So used unless to be when I was Savage. a kid. Yeah, I'm telling you, unless he's in you know some swimsuit or something, and he's you know, <laughs> dancing around. Then, then oh I'm boy! Now I used to like that's, Conan that's when I was Red a kid. That's more Red
1: Sonja's territory, isn't it? No, no, it's Conan. I, I end up uh, as
0: a kid, I like Conan, but i that's because I was really into Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. So uh, I kind of got out of that phase, it seems, because the new Conan, I, I just can't get behind. But Jim Zubb has a new Conan coming out. You know me. I love that Jim Zubb. Can't get enough Jim, of that guy. Yeah. I need a you know, a gem indeed. Uh so we'll see how that's going. Uh some of the books that I'm gonna be reviewing next week include Daredevil, and I'm sure, you know, that might be either a Patreon spotlight or on the regular podcast, but that's definitely one we cover every week. And speaking of that, we have the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can go. It's it's the beginning of December. If you go and sign up now, you'll get usually about 40 shows different podcasts a month a lot of shows uh you don't have to listen to them all i had another guy who ended up saying that we did too much and got mad i i don't understand i don't understand you don't have to listen to them all but you can listen to whatever you can listen to just the marvel you can listen to just the dc but there's marvel dc indie comics podcast there's also uh the pop culture podcast there is a lot of other things i'm starting to review some of the tv shows and some of the things like that so one of them being mandalorian so you can go over and check it out and if you go you don't get charged right away. We would never do yeah. that. You get to go until the next month to the 1st uh, before you ever get charged. So if you join now, you will not be charged till January 1st. But if you quit before then, you will never be charged. So you can do that as a free trial. Check it out. And that'd be great. But that's it. We're going to go. Sayonara. Peace. us, right? Yes. That's it. We'll see you later.